0: I'm Chase and I'm here with
1: Denali with a J
0: and we are the not safe for work Bible pod. Yes (laughs) So this past week we made a Really cool dish, which is the pinkest thing I've ever eaten that wasn't dyed with food coloring and it was borscht
1: Yeah, it's a soup made out of beets.
0: Yeah, hence the color hence the pinkness And it was really pretty, but it also tasted really good. It was like to me. I thought it was like clean it didn't have This doesn't sound good, but it didn't have an overt flavor of any kind. (laughs) That's actually kind of true. Right? (laughs) It's just like watery, vegetable-y, but not really much of anything. Just like clean tasting, but delicious. And there was beef in it, so that's always good. So a lot of people think that borscht is a Russian dish. It's not, it's Ukrainian. But you know who else wasn't Russian?
1: Levin. Because Laban wasn't rushing to give his daughters to Jacob.
0: And that brings us to our story for today, which is Weddings Weddings and and How how They Can can Go go Wrong. Which is part one of our series, Jacob Jacob and and His his Tricks. tricks. (laughs) Double entendre. Cue the music. So, most of us know about Jacob, younger brother-ish, of Esau, okay, twin, but younger brother. Mm -hmm. If you are a twin, you probably know how important that distinction is.
1: Says the person, who's not a twin. (laughs) I mean, you don't have to tell
0: people that. People can just assume I'm a twin. I'm going to cut that out.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Says the twin.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, when we meet Jacob... He is in the region of Haran, where his uncle lives. And Jacob has been directed here by his father, who told him categorically when he blessed him, don't take any of these Canaanitish women as your wife. Go towards where your mother's side of the family lives and go and meet specifically your uncle Laban and marry one of his daughters. That's my ideal plan for your future. It was really specific. So Jacob, being a good son that he is, does exactly that (laughs) he goes to the region that he knows his uncle Laban lives in and when he's in this region at some point he comes across a well and he sees a bunch of guys hanging out at the well as men are wont to do (laughs) (laughs) and they're there they're trying to get some water having a little bit of difficulty and suddenly there appears before all of them a beautiful young woman emphasis on the young we don't know her age (laughs) Regardless, she's there, she's pretty, and Jacob is like, who the hell is that? And the guys are like, oh yeah, that's that's Laban's daughter, you know, that's Rachel, the daughter of Laban. And he's like... Jacob is completely like heart-eyes, he's lost his mind, love at first sight. And I guess he's so enthralled by her that he decides to put on a little show for her. The Bible literally says... <laughs> As soon as Jacob saw Rachel, the daughter of Laban, his mother's brother, and the sheep of Laban, his mother's brother, Jacob came near and rolled the stone from the well's mouth and watered the flock of Laban, his mother's brother. I don't really understand why it keeps emphasizing the fact that they're related. It's like, we get it. Enough of the grossness. (laughs) Regardless, Jacob decides to put on some kind of grand display of manliness for her. Denali can tell you more about that kind of thing. Just kidding. (laughs) <laughs> Do I have to cut that?
1: <laughs> you can cut whatever you want. <laughs>
0: and after showing her that he's such a big, strong man, who's like so capable and waters sheep and stuff like that, Jacob heads immediately to Rachel's side, literally sobs like a baby. I mean, the Bible says he wept aloud. So that sounds to me like sobs like a baby and kisses her. And it's like exclaiming with joy and then what happened
1: oh so then uh laban comes out and is like wait who are you (laughs) he was like i'm your
0: nephew man i'm here
1: because my brother's trying to kill me and he was like okay i guess you can stay so he stays and like after about a month of jacob like staying jacob's like being a helpful guy or whatever and so laban's like you know what i feel like i should be paying you for all this work you're doing around here and uh jacob was like you know what (laughs) i have just the idea (laughs) (laughs) He was like, how about for the wages of my work, you give me my cousin, Rachel, as my wife. And Laban was like, okay, I can work with that. He said, "Uh, it would be better for me to give my daughter to her cousin than any other man, is what he said. And so (laughs) um, they agree on seven years. So they both decided that was a fair amount, seven years wages for, uh, for the bridal price, which I don't know, to me sounds high. But what do i know?
0: hi <laughs>
1: <laughs> so he he just like becomes laban's right hand man he starts like managing all his stuff you know being the shepherd and whatever taking care of all of his stuff and he works for seven years and after seven years you know uh jacob's been uh watching the calendar and he's like yo man so seven years are up you know what that means Laban's like what i don't i don't know what you're talking about jacob's like yeah you have to uh, give me your daughter Rachel, my cousin, so I can marry her. And Levan's like, yeah, cool, 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 cool. We can do that. So he like invited everybody over and like put on a big feast, and they were all getting drunk for like the wedding night or whatever. And then uh...
0: <laughs> I like after seven years, and they were living in the same. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that, is all, that is true. So they've been <laughs> living together for seven years. So he's known his cousin. Also, that's like a weird thing. Like, it's like, for seven years, he was just working with his cousin, and his cousin knew that after seven years were up, he, she had to marry this person. Like, I feel Vibes. like that would create some tension. The
0: vibe! Like, that would
1: just be weird for me. But anyway, <laughs> that's just how they rolled back then. And so during this feast, <laughs> Lathan takes his older daughter, Leia and he puts a veil on her. And he, he brings her to Jacob. And they get married. And they, uh, you know, they uh, consummate or whatever. Because that was, uh, like, you weren't technically married back then until you did. They did that. And everything was fine. And it's not until the next morning. And Jacob wakes up. And he looks over. And he's like, wait, this isn't Rachel? This is after. Which I don't even know. I don't know how that. How. I don't know how that works.
0: Disgusting. But
1: after seven years of living with Rachel and Leah, he couldn't tell them apart, apparently, for one night. A very crucial night. And so then...
0: But shouldn't we say, I mean, it's even more relevant that he couldn't tell them apart because, you know, if you've read the Bible, sometimes the Bible does describe people physically, but it doesn't always. In fact, it doesn't often. But it went as far as to basically point out that Rachel and Leah didn't look the same. Yeah, they weren't on the same scale.
1: Yeah, basically it uh, it says that uh, Rachel is hot, much more hot than Leah. Not. <laughs> yeah, basically that's what it says. He doesn't say that explicitly, but like that, like that, that's hot the implication. It, it's basically yeah, yeah, that's the situation. But anyway, they so must have
0: been drunk, drunk.
1: Or i mean, also he must like, have been but like
0: and also i hope the veil was black if that was a white veil like some somewhat see-through he has no excuse it needs to be black
1: the next morning when he found out it wasn't rachel it was his cousin that he wasn't into it's like this isn't what this isn't what i thought at all and leah's like well you seemed into it last night and oh. he was like <clears throat> and he was like well i'm gonna go talk to your dad <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hold on, I feel like I'm not Leia, but I feel like crying on like it's hurting me. It hurts me
1: Yeah, I mean honestly,
0: so mean
1: But at the same time he wasn't planning on marrying. Her. I, I yeah, I mean But it's
0: like he why couldn't you be a little bit more sensitive to her feelings?
1: Yeah, I don't know How,
0: First of all, do you think that she was just there cackling with her dad when her dad's like and then you're gonna lie down next to him And don't turn your head. You think she was like this is my dream wedding night.
1: Yeah, obviously I don't think she was, uh, she was very happy with the situation.
0: Everyone's so mean to her.
1: Yeah, everyone is, that, that that's true.
0: <laughs> Everyone's so mean to her, but that's what she gets for being ugly.
1: I'm not gonna agree to that. <laughs> the
0: world just treats you badly. But
1: anyway, <laughs> after he's like, I'm gonna talk to your dad, he goes, and he, he uh, he goes and he talks to his uncle, and he was like, yo dude, what gives? This was not, this was not our deal. I agreed to work seven years for you, and I did work seven years for you, and, uh, that was the bridal price. And then you gave me your the daughter that I didn't like and they was like, "Oh, so like, there's this like thing in my country." Where like, "We don't give the younger sister before the older sister. I thought you knew that." Like, my bad. Like, and Jacob's like, "How come this has never come up before?" Like, for seven
0: years.
1: He's like, "Uh, never never once come up in a conversation with you, so I just think I just think that's strange." Like, <laughs> and then Layman was like, well, you know, I don't know, this seems like a very uh, awkward situation. <laughs> and uh, Jacob was like, yeah, no kidding. And Jacob was like, but I I want to marry Rachel. Oh
0: my goodness. He's and undeterred. He literally... He's disgusting. He
1: was obsessed.
0: Ew, actually, that's kind of cool.
1: He was so obsessed that he was like, no, I still want to marry Rachel. And like, like, Leighton was like, what, for real? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like Are you serious right now? He's like, yeah. He was like, well, dude, you're like, like your wedding isn't even over. Apparently like their weddings lasted for like seven days or something like that. And he was like, you're literally only in the first day. Like, like you're not even like finished with this. So and mean. Jacob was so like, mean. yeah, he didn't care. He was like, I want to, I want to marry your, your other daughter. I want to marry the cousin that's hot. And um, <laughs> Laban was like, all right, well, like, here's the thing. We can do that. But two conditions. Number one you have to wait until this wedding is over. <laughs> wait
0: at least one week.
1: Wait at least one week for like the end of this ceremony. He's like, and then you can marry Rachel. And then also you have to serve me for, you have to work for me for another seven years. So he's like, because the payment you did like only counts for Leah, it doesn't count for Rachel. And so Jacob was, uh, wasn't very happy, but uh, but he agreed to do it because uh, he thought it was worth it. Ugh. And so after the week was over, then he married Rachel the person he actually wanted to marry. And, I um, hope he
0: looked under the veil this time. Like, <laughs> just to make sure it wasn't some random slave girl. <laughs>
1: so here's this like... custom in my country. We're like, we don't, we don't let someone marry the youngest sister until we marry them all the slaves away. <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to be like another seven years, bro. I don't know what to tell you. You're going
0: to be like, oh, okay, I guess because apparently Rachel's just that appealing. Sounds like witchcraft to me, but carry on.
1: <laughs> yeah, sounds fake, but... Uh, <laughs> so Laban basically gets Jacob to agree to work 14 years in total. And so he gets married for Rachel, but then he still owes seven years that he has to work for Laban. And so basically, um, Laban was able to trick Jacob into paying the seven-year price for both of his daughters. Laban was pretty happy with himself. <laughs> Jacob, not so much.
0: And you know what's so amazing, like, <laughs> their relationship is the selling point to them. His father them, like, <laughs> go true. marry your mother's brother's daughter. like, that's the most ideal for you. And then Laban is like excited. He's like, wait a minute, isn't this my mother's sister's son? Great. And everyone's like, yay. And Rachel runs and tells her father, this guy who just kissed me on the road, he's your nephew. And the closer they're related to each other, the more they're like, this will make for a great marriage.
1: Also, I just had this crazy thought. So, like, while we're on the topic of incest, Jacob is super into his cousin, Rachel, yeah. but um, his uh, his family is like, like I said, not only is she his first cousin, he also his second cousin, and like the Bible talks about um, how attractive his mother was. I'm just saying, uh-huh. considering how seemingly rare it was for new genetic material to be introduced to the family, uh-huh. it's highly likely that she looked very similar to Jacob's mom. What?
0: this is very Freudian. Suddenly, Oedipian, I don't know how it's pronounced, Oedipus? But nevertheless, this inauspicious start to this trilogy of a marriage, trifecta of a marriage, I don't want to say threesome because that's just too crass, even for me. Actually, it was more than a threesome because Laban, you know, it might sound like he's stingy now, it might sound like he's a fraudster, like a trickster, (laughs) but guess what? He, he decided to sweeten the deal (laughs) when Leah was married to Jacob it wasn't just Leah that became Jacob's property Leah brought with her a slave woman and then when Rachel married Jacob Rachel also brought with her a slave woman and these two women were Zilpah and Bilcha. so actually this is more of like a five-some marriage because those women are vessels for reproduction completely viable the point is It wasn't the most peaceable family situation at all.
1: What is the lesson of this tale? What, uh, what's the purpose of it?
0: You tell me. Mm.
1: Now the moral of our story, it's the point we hope we've made. So, I mean, we didn't really, like, talk about this so much in the beginning, but the reason why he was coming to Laban was... One to find a wife, but also because his mom said you have to leave because I heard your older brother was planning to kill you. And the reason his older brother was planning to kill him was because Jacob swindled him once and then actually tricked the blessing out of his father a second time. And his older brother was like, "Not okay." And hilariously, the way <laughs> the way he tricked his uh, his his brother. Um, To get his father's blessing was he dressed up and pretended to be his older brother. And then the way he gets tricked (laughs) is an older sister pretends to be a younger sister. you know
0: what they call that? Karma.
1: Karma, exactly. (laughs) That's what this story is. This story really, I think, is karma for Jacob tricking his brother. Which is still super messed up. Like, but... It's, a, uh, I think it's kind of talking about like, like, I think this is kind of like tricksters are gonna get tricked. Like you can't just go around doing whatever you want because, you know, you reap what you sow. Yeah. It comes back to you. And this particular way it comes back to him is almost poetic.
0: Oh, very. People with the kind of get what you want at all costs mentality, I think this is a quote from Shakespeare, leaping all civil bounds. There are like these rules in society. And you want to bend them or break them or twist them any which way, because you really want to get what you want in the exact way that you want it at all costs. Like Laban, he wants this guy, he wants to marry off his older daughter. He wants to get something out of it. The guy is so in love with his second daughter that he's doing a great job of working for him and always trying to impress. So it's like, this is an ideal situation that I can manipulate, that I can milk. It's just too ideal. The lore of getting what you want in the exact way that you want it is so strong. Yeah. It's terrible.
1: Yeah. It's like this is what happens when you just like trample on the social mores to get what you want. Right. Is that you run the risk of having them
0: trampled on you? Trampled on you. you. People do what they can get away with. Mm. People have no morals, and everyone is literally pushing every envelope to the extent that they can in a way it's almost like don't don't trust anyone and don't ever get put anyone in a position where they can control an aspect of your life because these characters in the bible did everything that they could get away with and maybe even a little more where was
1: rachel this whole time
0: Oh, on the wedding night yeah (laughs) snickering in the corner (laughs) (laughs) like
1: like was she okay like
0: maybe they bound and gagged her because she wanted to be like
1: mm-hmm. or maybe it was actually like so maybe i'm just thinking of the right whole now family the dad was like listen right she was like um maybe he was like leah not trying to be rude but you're not going to get any better right he was like but rachel like jacob honestly he's not that great <laughs> he's like we can do better for you and so they were both oh. like I think you're right, and so they both just like agreed to do it.
0: She didn't even care. It's not like she loved him. He was just there breathing down her neck for seven years. What a weirdo. That is almost positively what she thought, trust me. <laughs> yeah, so maybe she was like actually like having to be out of it. Yeah, and then she's like, oh, he's so obsessed with me that he's gonna work another seven years. And the dad is like, look, I mean, sweetie, this is at least a dedicated man. He's like, man. hey,
1: slave labor is slave labor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's just there chilling. She's just like sitting in the back being like...
0: (laughs) Literally, they're passing around the wedding wine and she's just like sipping it and like snickering. which point did they do the switcheroo? He must have seen her at some point in the wedding day. I guess maybe she had to hide then just in case she couldn't be in the crowd when Leia was there with the veil, if Leia was ever there with the veil. Or did he only do the switcheroo literally in the bed? Like right before the bed?
1: I don't think so. Because he brought him to her with the veil on. So like, I think he just brought one person.
0: Was he doing the wedding process with Rachel and then only like right in the bag he brought in Leia or earlier? I don't know.
1: I'm just imagining Rachel was just sitting there like, oh, seriously? You just kept on talking about me the whole time and I can't even tell the difference. Like, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so
0: much cuter than her. I think that Rachel, they had to hide her at some point just so he didn't spot her anywhere. If he came out to use the bathroom or something, he's like, wait a minute, Rachel's in there. Junk <laughs> kind out of his mind, thinking that like there are two Rachels. <laughs> he's gross. I hate that.
1: If you're interested, what happens next? We pick up the story, talking about how what how the two sisters react to this situation and everything that goes on with them next week. So if this piqued your interest. Come back. <laughs>
0: And I say this every time, but I really, truly mean it this time. If you thought that this was weird, it gets so much weirder.
1: Dude, it does. It gets weirder.
0: (laughs) Like, so much weirder. Like, what? Is this the Bible, or is this some kind of YA teen fiction? YA, no.
1: They won't even be able to publish this in YA. Okay, fair enough. This is like straight-up adult fame. Come back next week. Bye. Bye. Perfect. (laughs)